Yep, yeah, I'm gonna ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with Jesus? You ruined it for the rest of the kids by chuddy on the parachute. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise you were terrified of spuds. <laughs> Mary Poppins with her umbrella. <laughs> Would you count that? I don't know, I've not seen the film, so... You've not seen Mary T to the E to the P-I-D T to the O to the P-I-C S Tevitomics, baby <laughs> Alright, let's go Right quick, because I'm going to go back to YouTube <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome to this week's Tepid Topics With your hosts, Liam Hello, Mikey. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> and Dixon's. All right. Hey hey. Do you know what you just reminded me of? Like for four weeks, I've been trying to think about what that reminded me of. And you know, I'm pointless. Where they always say goodbye, and he's always like, "It's goodbye from Richard. Goodbye. <laughs> it's goodbye from me. Goodbye." <laughs> what a TV show! That it. it just reminded me of that. Then I was, I was trying to think what it reminded me of before. <laughs> We don't have the lofty ratings of Pointless, but I'm sure, I'm sure we'll get there one You do have good looks of Alexander Armstrong, though, mate. <laughs> the good looks of Alexander Armstrong. And well, the same charm. Who's the other guy? What's the other guy called? Richard Osman. Richard yeah. Osman. You've got the forehead for Richard Osman. <laughs> you know, you could have said height or smart. <laughs> no, it's the forehead. It's forehead five forehead every, every day of the week. <laughs> Oh, so once again, yeah. it's Tepid Topics, the weekly podcast where we research, maybe for a week, maybe for an hour, on three different po uh, topics weekly. I said weekly. Times, yeah. Excuse me. How are you guys? Did you want a med what? Med How many times you said weekly? Yeah, I, I wanted to count points. <laughs> weekly points. Uh, that's four. That's four times you've said weekly now. Weekly, weekly, weekly. <laughs> Someone just got a silver medal. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, how are you, Liam? I'm good, mate. I'm good. I've I've had two beers now, so I'm well on my way to being happy. <laughs> That's that is... slightly depressing. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the lockdown's getting to me now. I'm just bored of it. Do you know what I'm <laughs> Just had enough. It's just boring now, isn't it? Although we did sort of have, uh, just before you hit record, we sort of had the last hour was almost like a Friday night that we'd usually yeah. have, know, listening to yeah. Dixon, Scooter and Leanne Rhymes. Yeah. So, <laughs> for an hour. For an hour we've had <laughs> friggin' naughty's anthems. Yes. Oh, so I'm absolutely riled up. The, <laughs> <laughs> the Tampera featuring Maya, Maya. Maya. I feel it. <laughs> Finally found that beat I wanted. <laughs> that's not to be. Um, that's not to be like disingenuous of the lockdown that I'm bored of it. But I, it, you know, it does take its toll, doesn't it? After a while. Oh, naturally, yeah. Obviously, something need, this different. Getting, it should be. We should be yeah. getting actual advice from the government instead of fighting around. But yeah, <laughs> that's what you it know, is. He's just doing the best with what he's got. All right. <laughs> He's just doing his bit. It's not, it's not fucking good enough, Mikey, is it? These are no, people who are supposed to lead us. I will High School Musical back out. Yeah. <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens will be filling your ears in a minute. 
bloody shambles. Yeah, and talking about this state of affairs. Um, yeah, so we were, t- we were talking before. We got we got over two hundred uh, listens, oh, cumulatively, cumulatively over the four episodes <laughs> that we've. We're done. sorry, and we're grateful. Yeah, so thank you. It's amazing. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 200 people have, uh, well, not 200 people, we've had 200 times people have listened to this, uh, this Very thing, grateful. so yeah, it's really, really pretty cool on the, all the, uh, on the all the lovely part. comments as well from family yeah, and friends, nice. we've got some nice it's been very appreciated, so thank you, <laughs> yeah, nice comments, it's been, it's been good, um, lovely, so cheers for joining us on the journey. I think it's better than we expected as well, isn't it? Because we yeah. didn't really have any any expectations yeah. coming into this. No. Just gonna. Maybe that's just me because my self-esteem has been battered <laughs> and battered and battered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's pretty. Yeah, we we definitely didn't expect anything, but yeah, even one listen's great. But over two hundred, that's uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's it's exciting to see where it's going to go. Um, yeah. Pretty cool. So, shall we get into the topics we're going to discuss this week? Yes. We've got dogs. Go on, we've got <laughs> parachutes, and we've yes. got Metallica. I completely forgot what uh, you two had as well when I was doing doing a bit. Yeah, of I know. Quick it's a surprise every then. time we come back. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I was actually <laughs> like, what the hell are those two bookers got? On <laughs> what I'm quite are? excited. <laughs> I forgot as well, to be fair, and yeah. then I had to do my laundry and I saw the shirt I was wearing in the last one. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm looking forward to the first version of Persian. 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 All right, sure. <laughs> looking forward to the <laughs> first person who tries to quote him to Greek. <laughs> Who's going to get it in there first when we discuss Metallica? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was going to be my little gambit for Metallica. <laughs> we'll be fighting over who can quote that film first. <laughs> right, so shall we? Shall we? Do you want me to kick it off with dogs? Yeah, yeah, dogs with doggos. <laughs> right. So, doggies, man's best friend. We've uh, we've domesticated dogs from wolves um, about fourteen thousand years ago. <laughs> Um, so from the very like feral beginnings of uh, and carnivorous beginnings of wolves, we've now got a little sausage <laughs> dog called Spencer running around. God, that's Chelsea. Like you must, oh. if, if you're a wolf and you saw like a pug, you'd be like, you're a fucking disgrace to this family. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I bet they just shake their head. They just shake their head at the, at the domestic. Where do you guys stand on pugs? <laughs> on pugs. <laughs> Nah. I just you know these people people seem to uh, people seem to be attracted by pugs and think they're beautiful. I, I just don't see it. People I don't... love them, don't they? Yeah, you, know, you know in pug cafes kind of sprouted up all <laughs> Is over the place. Is the pug cafes? Is that actual like, pug places cafe? you go just to look at pugs? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it became a thing. I just don't personally I understand cafes. it because I just don't think they're a nice looking dogs. Yeah. The, the, with the logic, I don't get it because if your girlfriend ran full sprint into a wall and then turned round, you oh. Baby, look really cute. <laughs> no. It's a weird, like, because obviously, like, the, the interbreeding of them have, have created them like that. And they get, they get really bad breathing problems as well, pugs. 
like, yes, it's, it's just harsh. Yeah, it's just yeah, the interbreeding it's of them just to, cool. to like <laughs> it's some weird so like genetic experiment <laughs> gone wrong. <laughs> it's pretty horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Side, like they just there's no wonder they struggle to breathe. Look at the they're like one of those swirly whirly twizzlers bloody desserts you can get, you know, Swiss roly poly. That's what Swiss I was looking for. Roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? The the ice cream that's twirled yeah. around. Yeah, is it Arctic Roll? You know. Arctic roll, yes. They look like one of them, the poor Swiss fellas. Rolls. I know, bless them. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't deserve it, but yeah, it's like it's just it's just years of interbreeding to just get the the look like that. Do you know, it's just yeah, it's a bit strange to be honest. Well, I mean, each each to their own. If people like that, then that, that's great. I mean, not for me, but it's cool. I mean, again, very similar to Middlesbrough. So. <laughs> you hate Middlesbrough. What's your disagreement with Middlesbrough? <laughs> so sorry to anyone. So much. So sorry to anyone from Middlesbrough. <laughs> uh, I've only been Middlesbrough twice, and I had a great time both times. So. <laughs> I didn't. I, I've had I've had comedy gigs in Middlesbrough that have gone fucking horrendously. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll save that for another time. Um, <laughs> yeah. So there's we've got um, 350 breeds of dog, uh, but there's like 195 that are actual recognised breeds of dog. So like you've got these new ones like cockapoos, which are like a cross between a cocker spaniel and a poodle so like, yeah. they just start sort of being recognized as an actual breed but yeah, um, yeah apparently i've just been with a cockapoo today have you actually you see a cockapoo yeah abby's got a abby's got a new dog called betsy i think it's a cockapoo all right it was a bit too small for me i don't i don't like small dogs but it was uh she, she was very cute was the dog and yeah. uh, very nice beautiful brown color and brown curly fur so oh, yeah yeah, yeah can, nice they're very lovely Shout dogs out. see why people want one <laughs> Shout out to Abby and Benji. Yeah, Betsy. <laughs> oh, Betsy, sorry. I, uh... Good sorry. dog there, Benji, though. <laughs> I met a, Solid uh, name. a cockapoo once. I was in uh, Grassington. They're cool little dogs. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's 350. Um, and we've bred them to be all sorts of shapes, sizes, and colours, and whatnot. Yeah. Um, the Labrador is the number one most sought-after dog in the world. Oh, really? I see why. It's the Beautiful. most popular. Yeah. That's sort of like, yeah. when you picture dog, you just picture Labrador, don't you? It's <laughs> yeah. The, it's just standard dog. Yeah. They're just so cute, though. Like, the Andrex puppy. Yeah. <laughs> Even when they get old and stupid, Labradors are just the best. <laughs> My mate had one, and it, it was blind, and he had these uh, patio doors. And he always just used to walk straight into the door. Like, you'd be having dinner and just heard this boink. Oh, <laughs> oh Alfie smashed the window again. So that was your... Did you have a pet dog then, Mike? No, I had goldfish. Oh. <laughs> it was my, my dad's mate. Right, right, right. Right, I'll get on to my dog out later. But, um... For, yeah, so... So this, apparently the smartest dog is a Border Collie. And uh, yeah, they 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 used to like rounding up sheep and things like that. And yeah, you can they they really like energetic dogs, and you can you can train them to do loads of stuff. Um, the most expensive I found was a a Samoyed. I don't know if I pronounced that right. Um, but yeah, that's the most expensive dog, and the rarest 
is a Norwegian Lundehund. Oh, <laughs> I'm um... pretty sure I've not pronounced that right. <laughs> Did you find it, find out the price of the most expensive dog? I think it's like fourteen thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Something ridiculous. Um, yeah, this the, the so the rarest one, the the Norwegian uh, Lundihund. Apparently, it's got a lot of unique characteristics, but it, I don't know. I didn't really delve into what those characteristics were. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, tail. Yeah. <laughs> but I just I just give it a quick Google. But there's a, it doesn't seem to spring out as it doesn't look like the no luminescent green or something. I don't, know what, I don't know what characteristics it's on about. <laughs> It's not one of the hounds from COD Zombies, is what you say. <laughs> <laughs> it's not on fire and trying to rip your face off. <laughs> yeah, so I don't, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't speak Norwegian, so I can't ask it. Um... <laughs> I think the main fact there is you don't speak dog. <laughs> oh, no, I don't speak Norwegian. <laughs> now again in Norwegian. <laughs> Probably incredibly oh. racist to Norwegian people. Sorry there, yeah, Norwegian. Sorry, I've had too many blue smiles today. <laughs> <laughs> too many blue smiles. That is horrible against blue smiles. <laughs> so <sighs> the the heaviest dog um, in the world are, are mastiffs, and there was one. There was an English mastiff called. Akima Zorba, which weighed <laughs> it weighed three hundred and forty three pounds, which is twenty four and a half stone. Oh, this how, was how a, many elephants? Yeah, elephant, elephant shits, shits, Mike. That is five, <laughs> nearly five elephant shits, <laughs> or five ten year olds, depending on how you count an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> which is absolutely massive. I've seen pictures of this thing, and it is fucking huge. Like, I would ride that thing into battle. <laughs> they, they used to train them in the medieval era for um, for battle, but they used to make, like, dog suits of armour. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you've never seen them. They're no, never. Cool. Like, chainmail. Oh, chainmail suits for the doggy what dogs. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I didn't really know that, yeah. I know that we used, like, horses in war, but I never knew that we used... Industry Do we use the dogs really in the war? I presume we did. I think we did, yeah. Makes sense, doesn't it? I mean, if, there's, if they've been domesticated for 14,000 years, you'd think so. Yeah. That is I true. think, it, yeah. They're very clever animals, like the training that can go in, you know, and you think of, like, sniffer dogs and, like, yeah. uh, uh, guide dogs. Yeah, like, man. it's just incredible that you can in, impart that training on them so that they can be used for that purpose. Yeah. It's just genius, really. Yeah, that, that brings me into the, the next point, actually. It's like, so they've been used, obviously, in all sorts of stuff. Um, so like police service dogs, the army use yeah. them, and obviously guide dogs for the blind. Um, yeah. And you can get um, obviously mental health like therapy dogs now. Yeah. Um, to like help with mental health, like uh, anxiety and depression, things like that. Like it helps with that. Um, obviously it helps with loneliness as well. Like a lot of old people yeah. tend to get dogs um, <clears throat> because you know as you get older, you get lonely. So people, <laughs> people. Mm. Of the older generation get get doggies to go out and walk, um, but obviously the sad part is there that depending who dies first, 
one of them's gonna be <laughs> one of them's gonna be left alone. <laughs> if the owner dies first, then the dog is eating the old person's remains. There's no way around that. That's just the sad truth. Especially if it's a mastiff. <laughs> So it seems all nice. So either the either the old person has to watch another thing die in its life, or <laughs> or the dog dies, or the or the old person dies, and the dog feasts on the remains. You know, I'm probably sure it's happened before. <laughs> <laughs> the dog died ten years ago. What? You stupid piss. <laughs> Liam, what was your mindset? When you wrote that little bit, I don't know. I just thought, <laughs> I just thought about like old people owning dogs and like it just it just seemed horrifically depressing to me. <laughs> you, you do see um, like old people getting eaten by like twelve cats. Yeah, I mean, especially no, if one... no neighbors are, ke- are checking up on them, man. It's... I've never seen this ever. Have <laughs> you not? It's, I think it, might, it must be an American thing. Like the old women who have like. 50 cats and then they pass away and then the cats eat them yeah <laughs> oh. so I mean, yeah if no neighbors are checking on it's just a harrowing thought of society that we've got into now where no one checks on the neighbors <laughs> but, the, but then you've got like flesh eating like cats on the loose because they've got the taste of blood <laughs> they've got now. the taste of blood <laughs> what is this Next time I see someone who is probably age 75 to 80 and they've just bought themselves a dog or a cat, you cynical fucks are just just... going to make me look and go, who's eating who? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You've ruined that one. You've smashed that dream for me. I mean, so you should mention that because sure. my granddad was just mentioning buying a greyhound or a whippet. <laughs> that I'm going to be yeah, ringing him after this. <laughs> you check up on I mean, a lot of people obviously have grandparents, so they check up on them. But I mean, for the people, it's just a sad fact of of yeah. growing old. Maybe people don't have enough people around them to check up on them. No, you know, you've got to think of these things. I've got to think of these depressingly cynical uh, thought. I mean, that's just where my brain goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How does a realist think? We don't want to know. <laughs> incredibly dark thoughts yeah Yeah. I mean mean, you're not wrong mate (laughs) that's the uh, that's the worst part about that (laughs) the one thing inevitable in life mate is death exactly and we've got to get I bet you can either (laughs) you know you can use that to be motivating and illuminating or you cannot (laughs) (laughs) You know, when I gave you, when when you got dogs, I was really excited. <laughs> it's a, it's a very potentially happy topic. Then. Yeah, I thought it'd be all <laughs> chew toys and stroking and happy. It might get better, maybe. <laughs> so, like, okay, let's get like, let's let's switch it on to famous dogs. So, yeah, <laughs> Clifford the big red dog. Yes, <laughs> mate, Clifford. It's the only bugger I know. You'll know Lassie. Lassie had a few films. She was a... Huh? You don't know Lassie? What are you talking Lassie? about? <laughs> Probably the you most... You go around saving people who fall down a well or... The oh, most right. famous dog no, in the I world. No, I've never heard of it. Yeah. What oh, rock no. have you been living on? Sorry. <laughs> Toto? I don't know, but I ate the rock. <laughs> Is that... Um, yeah, yeah. Toto Wizard of Oz? from Wizard of Oz? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know that one? Beethoven? Yeah. 
Everyone loves Beta, and that's one of my favourite yeah. like, childhood films. Never watched it. <laughs> You've never watched it, mate. I've no never it, seen Rusty or Beethoven. Uh, Beethoven, Beethoven was have... the big, the big dog, wasn't it? it yeah, was, the it was uh, big, Saint yeah. Bernard. Yeah. Yeah, have that's the one. Have you seen Airbud? No. no. <laughs> What's it about, mate? <laughs> Please stop. Uh, a dog called Bud. I swear it plays basketball or something. I can't, <laughs> I can't remember that well, but there you go. <laughs> Scooby Doo. You've heard of Scooby Doo? Oh, yeah. Yeah, love Scooby Doo. Yeah, and um, my one of, like I'll I'll go through some of my favorite films like with with dogs in them as well. You've seen Cats vs Dogs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's with Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> when he, is it when when the evil cats like roll out the dog yeah. poo in a bowl, <laughs> make it look like the shit on the carpet? <laughs> I thought that I've not been back to that film, but I thought it was genius when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cheerly dogs, cheerly dogs. <laughs> oh man, when lockdown's over, we're having a cats versus dogs. Night. <laughs> yes. Apparently, there's a sequel. I think I read. No, uh, I've never seen I've it. I've not seen the sequel. The first no. one was good though. Uh, just genius. Can you imagine like Jeff Goldblum getting that call and be like, "Right, Jeff, we're gonna do a film about cats going against dogs, and you're gonna be in the middle of it. What do you think?" I'll do it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just coming off the back of Jurassic Park. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you seen Homeward Bound? Yeah, I was literally about to. Li- that was oh, my next thing on the list. My next thing on the list was Homeward Bound. <laughs> You'd listed off a few, and I was like, "Is he? Is he gonna? He kept me on edge yeah, for too long. Is he gonna?" That's incredible as well. I love Homeward Bound. Yeah. <laughs> Flings that um, puma off the side of a mountain. Yeah, incredible. Oh, it's so wholesome. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the most wholesome, wholesome uh, films. Yeah, move away, fly away, home, whatever that crap is. <laughs> Homeward, Homeward bound. bound. <laughs> They're on par for me. Sea <laughs> <laughs> spot run. Have you seen that? No. no. I can't remember. I, I'm shit with actors, but that's one. It's like a comedy, family-friendly yeah. film. Um, it's a good laugh. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I know what you're going to mention. Don't do it. <laughs> Alpha. Have you seen Alpha? No. That's about... I watched this on the uh, on a plane going to Thailand. And it's about... Yeah. Um, it's like about man's first like domestication of, of the wolf. So it's like... Um, yeah. It's about a guy who gets separated from his tribe. Um in yeah. the early years of humanity and then they sort he sort of befriends a wolf who's also been separated from its family for being injured all right and they both like look after each other and they um yeah he's like training it and then yeah it's just a good film oh it's spoiled the end yes, it, right. it's good who's yeah. in it uh mate i'm bad with actors i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but it's called alpha and it's good you should you should all check it out yeah yeah that sound of it yeah <clears throat> i don't it was out two years ago maybe yeah. Two, three years ago. But yeah, that's a good one. And then, obviously, Marley and Me. <laughs> that was the first <laughs> film. Went there. That was, a, I think, <laughs> the first film I remember, like, properly bawling my eyes out to. <laughs> like, especially when you've got a dog as well, like, that yeah. just hits home. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's incredibly sad. That, that was the first time I watched, um, was it, we watched it, actually, for the first time when I was just starting to go out with Lottie and that was the first time she'd yeah. seen me cry and she's like oh <laughs> it's the first time you've cried in front of me so yeah. just there uh, rubbing the chilli powder in your eyes and you <laughs> <in> your <room. laughs> yeah. 
Oh, I'm so emotional. I need a hug. Because obviously I've got a reputation of being a real hard man. So. Uh... <laughs> Liam Hardman. <laughs> Liam Hardman Hannon. I think that's the. Uh... That's the name that gets spouted. That's why I heard. Gay porn name, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Sign up to my OnlyFans and you can see that one. <laughs> but yeah, so, that, it's very emotional, Marley. Yeah. Man. I mean, I don't want to ruin this time. moment, mate, but uh, the the cynical ones here, I'm more annoyed at the incorrect grammar use in the title of the film. That that gets me every time. That's what, what makes oh. me cry. It well, it should be Marley and I, not Marley and me. Yeah. That makes me cry, mate. <laughs> that, that makes me upset. <laughs> Before I've even put film on. <laughs> Cried more at that than the ending. Yeah, yeah. It was very DVD sad. Box and bald your eyes out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The end of the film is very sad. But what's more sad is the incorrect grammar use in the title. Yeah. <laughs> and what's even more sad is that I've used the sharpie on my DVD case to cross it out. <laughs> and right out. I bet you have as well. I bet you have. <laughs> Fucking Marley and I. Next time you come round, I'll show you that bad boy. Oh, <laughs> Do you, do you guys remember a TV show when we were kids called Come Outside? Uh, <laughs> and it, was, it was like a woman in her 50s and she flew a plane that had polka dots on it. No, that was, oh yeah, yeah, it wasn't called, come, what was it called? Uh, oh, for no, fuck's sake. Was it called Wacky Races? Was it called Come Outside? I'm pretty sure of it. Come outside, look all around. She used to go. She used to go everywhere in a plane to the frigging shops, and the amount of greenhouse gas that that shit put into the air. <laughs> there was one where they visited the Walkers factory, which I never knew had a fucking landing strip on the top of it. I forgot, like, all, I forgot all about that, man. But the, the dog off there, Pippin. Um, yeah, it's Pippin. Yeah, I, I met Pippin. No way. Yeah, the uh, Bath and Western Country Show. My God, that oh. is your claim to fame, man. In like, the late nineties, no, I peaked in about ninety-eight. I That's so good. Yeah, I used to love that man. Like, yeah, that was that was childhood. A polka dot plane. Never yeah. seen it. She used to bloody fly everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> History will not look kindly We're a very cynical mood tonight, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> she is the sole reason the earth is dying. <laughs> that is a celebration. <laughs> yeah, greenhouse emissions. I'm not I come outside and there's nothing left to see outside because it's all just smog. <laughs> just poking on smog. <laughs> Would you be happier, mate, if she'd sailed to shops? Would have that done you better? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know where she was from. Mm. I don't know how far you can sail in, like, friggin' Basin. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, also, another thing I found um, apparently, you can get Yeezy trainers for your dog. <laughs> where, do you, where do you guys stand on dressing up animals? Don't. Yeah. Well, I, I don't own any animals, so I get told off when I start dressing them. So. <laughs> what animals are you dressing? You just <laughs> come back. 
I haven't put the bow tie on yet. <laughs> Instead of cow tipping, you're off out putting a frigging bow tie on it. <laughs> <laughs> Farmer wakes up in the morning to a cow field of dresses and suits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, think, it is stupid, yeah. I think. I think it, yeah, it's a, each to their own, but though, it won't be happening to my pets. <laughs> it's, it's all right on puppies, you know, put a little bow on them or something, but don't put them in like a cowboy suit with a hat and everything. Like, People uh, make millions of, like thousands of this problem. There's Instagram accounts <laughs> dedicated to dressing up your dogs and stuff. And yeah. It's just, yeah. It's I mean, it's Again, more as, on animal abuse, personally. Yeah, as the <laughs> As well, like <laughs> the wolves again, just looking at this punk yeah. dogs in a so fucking, with a fucking clown hat. <laughs> <laughs> the dogs look so depressed with it. <laughs> like, yeah, I'd, I'd say, I'd say it's a no-no. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, as as you boys know, I I had a dog, with who's sadly not with us now. Shout out to Alfie. Uh, Big Alves. Yeah. <laughs> who um who sadly passed away last year. Um, but I won't I won't get all cry on you on the podcast <laughs> that's but, fine um, mate let we, it out we, dre- <laughs> we dressed him up on one halloween in a devil costume and that thing came off in seconds he ragged <laughs> like, he, he did not give a flying fuck about dressing up we're like yeah this my mum wanted to dress him up for halloween i was like nah it's not <laughs> he's not gonna like it and he uh, yeah, he ragged that thing yeah, <laughs> he's just there. Like, not this dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not me. I think the funniest moment was going around to yours. What were in the year nine? Up to, no, probably older than that. There was no excuse for what you did, and you just sat there for about ten minutes giving Alfie a mohawk from the top of his head <laughs> all the way down to his tail. Yeah. <laughs> he looked like a furry dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, man. So Alfie was a border terrier, and he's got like he had wiry hair. So yeah, you could. You could probably yeah. style his hair into. into some, <laughs> it was into a some, barber's dream. Yeah, into some <laughs> punk rock outfit. Uh, he used to rock the short back and sides. <laughs> <laughs> he was an absolute boy. Yeah, he, um, it's mad, isn't it? Like how how these like your pets, especially dogs, they can they can just become like part of the family. And yeah, it is obviously incredibly sad when when they pass. But yeah, yeah. So shout out to Big Schmalfy there. Yeah, yeah. At the end. At the end, bless him. He, did, he so he died of uh, prostate cancer, but I always used to dread taking him to the vets because, like, <laughs> towards the end, the vet would just poke his arsehole for fucking ages. <laughs> like, come on, mate. We know he's got yeah. prostate cancer. <laughs> yeah. Give it a rest. Mister Vet enjoying it a little bit too much. I think so. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, we'll just see. It's just a checkup for Alfie. We're just gonna have to finger his ass a bit. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> my dog's has got a bit of a cough. All right, gloves on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is with the dog, not me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, if the vet's been checking your ass, all, mate, we need to talk. <laughs> we need to talk about that. It hurts that. to sit down. <laughs> Number one, you shouldn't be going to the vets to get checked up. The waiting queues are too long now at the local GPs. It's quicker to get seen at vets. <laughs> that is Tory Cooks. That is fine. <laughs> I barked twice and he said, okay. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. But yeah. 
<laughs> well, yeah, I, I just felt I felt for the poor fellow, but it was it was pretty sad because we were in um, we were where were, we were in Bath, weren't we, Dix? When um, yeah, so I got I got a phone call that day from my mum who had to take him into the vets and get him put down yeah. because he was uh, yeah he 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 couldn't hack it anymore, bless him. But um, yeah, it was it was yeah. it was really sad because obviously I couldn't. Mm. It felt like I couldn't properly yeah. say bye to him at that yeah. point. So yeah, yeah, it's just just one of them, I guess. But it, He's he's not suffering anymore, so he's in a better place. Yeah, um, and you've got all those uh, awesome memories that you'll yeah man hold forever, mate. Yeah, it was uh, he was a sick little boy. <laughs> he was. Yeah. I still got the scars to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> I was his favourite chew toy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he used to be a good laugh. Um, he was a great laugh, mate. He was one of boys, mate. Yeah. <laughs> he was one of fellas. He was. Um, yeah, so I, I thought I'd end uh, my little bit um, <clears throat> by ending it on a high, and we had. Uh, well, we've given. <laughs> we've got doggy style from dogs, haven't we? That's uh, that's <laughs> a, that's the last little nugget I've got on dogs. Um, <laughs> apparently, yeah. It's pr- it's one of the nation's favourite sexual positions. So. <laughs> we owe them everything. I'm right on dogs for that. Yeah. <laughs> and also a very good Snoop Dogg album. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot he had Which, an album called Dogg. You know, let, let's not just listen to this podcast with smut. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Lower the tone. <laughs> Make me sick. <laughs> it makes me That's one of the first person who looked at that. Who looked at dogs having sex and went, "That is sexy. Let's try." I'm that gonna one. try that. <laughs> yeah, you would just hope there wasn't a. No, never. I'm not even gonna say that. <laughs> you just oh, hope there wasn't some bestiality going on. <laughs> yeah. On a on a on not talk with Seth Rogen, he's like when she's pregnant, he's like, should we do it doggy style? No, I don't want you to fuck me like a dog. No, it's not like a dog. It's just in the style of a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> so that's all I had on dogs, boys. Very good. Yeah. That was it. Emotional. Roller coaster. There's some pr- pretty good facts in there. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Who wants to go? Who's who's up? If I want a bit of Metallica in my life, Mike. What do you reckon? Go on then. Go on then. Right then. Let me get my notes out. <laughs> right then. So Metallica were formed in 1981. <laughs> um, and they've sold. Over a hundred million albums. Um, Black album alone sold fifteen million albums. Yeah. What's What's everybody's favourite Metallica song? Uh, I don't know. Uh, for whom the bell tolls is. Are oh, you bows just about to say that? <laughs> yeah. I just couldn't think think of the name of it. Sing the chorus got, in my head. Yeah, they've got so many iconic like bangers, aren't they? I suppose. I think one was one's up there. Yeah. It depends yeah. what mood you're in, though, because they've got like the you know the ten minute classics, and then they have a few shorter ones yeah. that you do. You kind of get in and out. <laughs> well, I think the um, that in- intro with whom the bell tolls tolls from uh, yeah. Zombieland probably one of the coolest yeah, things when you film. Yeah, <laughs> I love Zombieland. Have you have you seen the second one? Yeah, yeah. Have you? 
And no, no, any good? It's good, yeah. It's not. I don't think it's as good as the first one, but yeah, it, I, I really yeah. enjoyed it. Like, it, it still is, like, fun, killing zombies. Yeah. The storyline was a bit, yeah. Yeah. Here and there. But, yeah, I've not seen them, so. But, yeah, it's, if you like zombie films, then, yeah, it's definitely, yeah. it's like a, a dark comedy sort of thing, in it? So. Yeah. Anything with Woody Harrelson, mate, is a... Yeah, it's a good You know, you've got to see it. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> He's, uh, he's definitely got a shiny bolts that I would stroke. I mean. <laughs> stroke the bonds. Would stroke Woody Harrelson. Yeah, so the, the first one he's just, he's just looking for a Twinkie, isn't he? Like, he's a, yeah. <laughs> like the whole film is him trying to find a Twinkie. <laughs> in, the, in the apocalypse. Yeah. Amazing. Great story out. <laughs> good, good cast as well is yeah, what Emma yeah. Stone Bill Murray whoever that other who's the main guy in it Jesse Eisenberg uh, yeah he looks <laughs> he looks like in a Pokemon chain like the evolved version of Michael Cera yeah, I was about to say that <laughs> he doesn't like Michael Cera <laughs> he does yeah <laughs> I'm just trying to trying to think I think the final form was potentially um, the guy out of Andy Samberg from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> what, like all three of them are like... Uh... Yeah, yeah. My, Michael Cera, Jesse Eisenberg. Past, yeah. present and future of each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, another... Um, I, I didn't really know where to start with um, picking my favourite Metallica song, but one of them, yeah. Elliot, uh, has got to be Creeping Death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which we sang quite a lot in, <laughs> sang quite a lot in year nine but changed the word to creeping dog <laughs> um, again no rational explanation you got to remember this was the same time that the chick just came <laughs> out <was invented. laughs> it was a strange time for everyone involved <laughs> <sighs> I, had the, uh, I had a Metallica ride the lightning hoodie when I was like Ten. Oh. I didn't even know of them by that point. My mum just got it off Nairsbury Market, <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 it was one of my favourite hoodies. And uh, I can't. Some guy was like, "Oh, do you like them?" Then, and I was like, "I didn't, it didn't even click that it was a band. I don't even know why." You actually thought it was Riding Lightning, mate, didn't you? Yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get the connotation. I didn't get anything about that. But yeah, that's parenting done right, though, isn't it? Starting yeah. young. And now you love them. We saw him at Leeds Fest, didn't we? Yeah, that was that was good. It's just one of those bands you. I've not. We never saw him before. Was it what year was that Leeds? A couple of years I'll tell ago. Tell you, mate. A few, yeah, a few years back. A few years ago, but yeah, it's just one of those bands you got to see, aren't you? Like a lot of old metalers love them. We were standing, <laughs> we were standing like quite far back, so yeah. But they, enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were good. They still bring it at like they must be like ninety now, but <laughs> <laughs> they still bring it. Yeah, it was a really good show. They, got, they, they do songs that you didn't realise they'd done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's them. <laughs> well, they've just got so much in the catalogue, haven't they? Cause I think I read that their short, shortest song that they did was just over three minutes. And then <laughs> really? the longest song, like, ten minutes. Like, yeah. there's such a range, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, speaking of live shows, um, they have played 1,724 live shows. Uh-huh. Over a span of 30 years. They seem to be always touring. Well, they used to seem to be always touring, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Just always out and... 
mad for it. Yeah. Did they play Download quite a lot? Yeah, I never saw... I went to Download in 2011, but they weren't there. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm so glad I got to see them at Leeds Fest, but yeah, Download's such a good festival. If if you Have you been to, to Download, Mike? Yeah, I went in... Um... 2012, and yeah. I saw Metallica there. They played ah, the whole right. of the Black Album, right? And you know, you had Tenacious D, Black Sabbath, yeah. like, oh, Steel Panther. Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> Just spaffed my panties. <laughs> um, You're a big sort of like, like heavy rock metal fan, aren't you? Soon? Yeah, it was, uh, I think, probably the happiest day of my life when I ticked Slayer off the bucket list. <laughs> like, oh, best like, 90 minutes of my life. It was weird for me when I, I went to when I went to download. It was like, I don't know, I was sort of like changing my taste at that around that point. So I was like 17. Um, but it was like, when I went, it was sort of like a good goodbye to all of those uh like bands that i grew up listening to because like i I don't know i'm I'm more into a lot more into like indie music now and stuff um Mm. but like growing up i used to love like heavy heavier music and like metallica um you know system of a down yeah yeah, system of a down headlined in 2011 and that was incredible like lincoln park um you know I can't remember who the other headline. I went to see Pendulum as well. There, that, they were incredible. Oh, I love Pendulum. But it was like I still, yeah, I still love all those, all those bands. But it's not something I, I don't really put them on much anymore. But like they're great to go back to every now and again. Yeah. Yeah. Did we? Um, we we were at Leeds Fest together, didn't we? Dicks. We saw. Yeah. Was it Nine Inch Nails? Yeah. Yeah, I knew one song. Mm. <laughs> yeah, really. You were just like, just come, just listen to him. You like him. Then they had that big like digital light show almost, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember we, that. Before that, we took my my auntie to go and see Azealia Banks, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just made two on two and then legged it back down for Biffy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, auntie, you're gonna love this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was brilliant. She did, but... Nah, she was not a fan. I don't think. But... <laughs> and, uh, I think. He, he punched me in the nose that day as well, didn't you? I don't remember that whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> you need to leave Mikey's nose alone, mate. Oh, I know. I think he's <laughs> about three cracks on him, to be fair. I'm really sorry, yeah, man. I've, I've never punched them. anyone in my life but you. <laughs> Mosh pit for a band called Heaven's Basement. And Dix pointed, <laughs> pointed and said, what's that over there? I looked. That was not Next my thing fault. Next thing I know, it's just shoved me in the back into the mosh pit. And I was like, oh, <laughs> fucking face. <laughs> that got dangerous in there. <laughs> yeah. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> So I've uh, Metallica won fourteen Grammys for their music. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. And um, they they got Kirk Hammett, who's like the lead guitarist. Um, it was Joe Satriani who taught him to play. Oh really? So Guitar Hero three. Yeah. It's Joe Satriani. Was he one of the boss battles? It was just oh. <laughs> Statch Boogie. Oh, tune. I'll never forgive him for that. <laughs> it's no push to Dover, though, mate, is it? <laughs> oh, I want to know how many times me and you have some push to Dover to each other since school. It's a monthly occurrence. <laughs> That's a great tune. 
So um, I think the most interesting Metallica story, though, in the 1992, they were on tour with Guns N' Roses. Right. Um, yeah. Which is pretty cool lineup, and they had Faith No More opening. Yeah. Like, oh, did they? Yeah. So like, that's three incredible bands. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Axel wanted Nirvana to open for him, but Kurt Cobain said no. So. Good man. Um, so they were playing Montreal um, in 1992, and it was, I think, a sold-out show with like 55,000 people. Metallica played first, and halfway through their set, James Hetfield accidentally stepped into one of the bits where the pyrotechnics come came up, oh. basically set himself on fire, um, and they had to cut their cut their show short. Um, and then later on. Um, Guns N' Roses walked off stage uh, very early into their set because Axel said his voice hurt. Um, <laughs> well, he always was a true rock star, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Following this, there was a <laughs> citywide riot. <laughs> really? Yeah, they started rioting in the stadium. And oh, yeah. Went, I've seen that, yeah. <clears throat> I didn't realise Metallica were part of it, but yeah, I've seen that when he, he went off stage because he said his voice hurt and the, the crowd just went bonkers, didn't they? And just yeah. <laughs> you would be pretty apparently, it off. Apparently the whole local area just got looted, smashed up, really? and cars on fire and everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The power of heavy metal. <laughs> just not happy. You go oh, see rock stars and you get Axl Rose complaining because he can't find a soother for his throat. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come on. Bet he found like, a stash of cocaine easily enough. Though. Yeah, yeah. Like, go ahead. No one's going to care if you sound a bit off of it. Yeah, people... Yeah. Like, go ahead anyway. It's a celebration, isn't it, of a music? I mean, he's yeah, sounded think... like he had a sore throat his entire career anyway. Like, what's his problem? No, 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 <laughs> yeah, I mean, who speaks like that? <laughs> who speaks that? Unless you have a sore throat. I mean, oh, man, I tell you what, he was good live. He had that like wobbly stage where he had yeah. the comeback, and it sounded like someone was strangling a cat. But oh, I yeah. saw him. Um... A few videos of that. <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen those, no but it's one of those bands. It's like Metallica. They're up there, aren't they? With just one of the bands you've just you got to tick off. Oh, yeah, for what they bring live, you've got to see it. Three hours they played for, like. What? Guns and Roses. Yeah, it was when I was in Berlin, like I mentioned last week. Was, um, oh yeah. Manic Street Preachers yeah. opened as well, oh. and then Guns and Roses. Cool. Best afternoon of my life. <laughs> um, but I also saw him singing for ACDC as well. Right. You know when um, Brian? Yeah, I saw your face light up there. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, <laughs> Brian Johnson like got kicked out or whatever because he couldn't sing. Um, he has health issues. Yeah, whatever. He couldn't Leave find him his Subas, could he? Where were the Subas then? I can't. So Axel sang instead, and it was absolutely incredible. <laughs> I'm sure it was. And I'm yeah. happy for you. I'll tell you what song they played, <laughs> earlier, and that, that was Riff Raff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And it was amazing, like, because Axe was quite known for his ego and he, but he sat back and just let them do do, do it. Do their thing. Good. Didn't let the uh, actual experts do their thing. That's good. <laughs> I mean, he has no, in all fairness, his voice is good, and he, uh, he would, he, I'm sure he did. I would have done the ACD songs justice because he's got that sort of vocal range on it that can. 
Yeah, I mean, if I feel like just to do ACDC justice, all you need to do is just swallow some gravel. And yeah. You've, you've, you've nailed the I mean, I always assume the natural successor would be Justin from the Darkness, mate, <laughs> to go on to What's be the lead singer of ACDC. How have you made that link? Because they've both got that awesome high-pitched voice. Yeah, all right. Better than bloody Axel Rose. <laughs> That's enough for that. Not happy with that. No. So I, I sort of had, you know, one one final point, and that was um, that James Hetfield, who's you know the the main guy of Metallica, yeah. who's yeah. Um, the one good guitarist. Um, <laughs> he cited um, Aerosmith as the reason for playing guitar and his influence to get into rock and roll. I just thought I'd drop that in because obviously we all unanimous mostly agree on the podcast that Aerosmith are the best band in the world, so I just wanted to, <laughs> to drop that fact in there. So. I, I, I must have missed that vote. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, did, I did that while you are all gone. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool, though. So, yeah. yeah. I just, yeah, I lo- love Metallica, because they got that range where, like, the early albums are proper, like, aggressive and thrashy. Yeah, yeah. And then like the the later stuff's a bit more you know like normal rock songs like yeah. four minutes yeah. bang, banging riffs. It's like you can't yeah. you can't mention metal or like uh, or like like heavy rock without synonymously thinking of Metallica, can you? Like, yeah. They've got that like they're like top yeah, of the genre, yeah. aren't they? So. You associate them with it, don't you? Yeah. Like, yeah. If you're gonna get into a genre, you know into that genre, yeah. you, you'd yeah. you'd pick them, wouldn't you? What got me is when we saw them live is that even after all these years of fame, they were still so humble. Yeah. On stage, you know the way they spoke and acted, they were just still like just humble guys about it all, as, if, as any... if they didn't yeah. know they were that big. <laughs> I've not seen any documentaries, but apparently, like no. their lives must be mental. I yeah. tell you what, there's there's a documentary called Some Kind of Monster, and it came out maybe 2003. Yeah. And yeah. Followed the recording process of the Some Anger album, which is notoriously the worst one they ever did. <laughs> All right. and, oh my god, it is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> James Hetfield's having a crisis in and, in and out of rehab. Yeah. Kurt Hammett can't play any of the guitar parts, so they're all just getting arsy with him in the studio because he's fucking up. <laughs> Lars is busy prattling around with his art collection, and then it's, it's ridiculous. Like... <laughs> Good fun. And that leads us nicely onto Lars Ulrich, doesn't it, Liam? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, one of my favourite one of my favourite films in Get Him to the Greek. He makes <laughs> he makes an appearance in Get Him to the Greek. Where he's seeing uh, Russell Brand's uh misses in the start. Jackie Q. I can't remember the actors name. Actors go out of my head, but <laughs> Yeah, that is her name, isn't it? No, what, she she's called Jackie Q in the. She's <laughs> Not in real life. She's Australian. I can't remember her bloody name. Anyway, mm. that'll annoy me. She is gorgeous. Uh, yeah, she's incredible in that. But um, yeah, Lars comes in and and Russell Brand <laughs> asks him to <laughs> sue Napster again. <laughs> he, he must have sued Napster. I guess. He's an Enter Sandman. Oh, here he is, Enter Sandman. Can't you see Napster? That's just genius. You little Danish prick. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> that's, I think there's a lot of good films like on Rock and Roll. you got Spinal Tap and you know Wayne's World. But getting to the Greek, 
The fact he did all the music himself, like yeah, listen to that album. Uh, it is such yeah. a good album. It's like he was born to play that though, wasn't he? Like Russell yeah. Brand, he's like I don't know, he's like yeah. that rock star comedian. You you yeah. It's like the role <laughs> he was born to play. Maybe <laughs> to play. You owe uh, you <laughs> you owe Jason Siegel for that film, mate, because it's technically the the unofficial sequel to, to Forgetting Sarah, Sarah Marshall, yeah. isn't it? And he wrote that to Jason Siegel, yeah. so we owe him. <laughs> I, I heard that the director wanted to make a second one so that they could have some proper actors in the franchise. In what? <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to ignore that. <laughs> What's wrong with Jason Siegel? <laughs> what have we got against Jason Siegel? Uh, he's just a bit one-dimensional, isn't he? I love Jason he plays the same. He's mint, but he plays the same actor yeah. in every film. It's like Adam what do you mean? It's just like ACDC. All their songs sound the same. <laughs> oh. oh. Push you before you snap. <laughs> 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 no, I, I love uh, Jason Seagulls and ACDCs. So. Flock of Jason Seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is Flock of Seagulls' famous yeah. song? Ah, uh, what is it? I don't know. What song? They the one who did and I ran. May- ran yeah, maybe. Song. Maybe. Um, I couldn't get away. Can we just like, <laughs> another quick Google? Yeah. I don't know, you know. Is, the, guitar, the, the guitar in that's really good. Is it 80s? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 1980s! Yes, and I... Uh, you had it right, Mike. Thank you. <laughs> Battle of the 80s has been. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Brian music Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, music and lyrics is sick, isn't it? <laughs> he does that on that. <laughs> Boxing hit battle of the 80s has been. <laughs> they're going to have Flock of Seagulls on it. <laughs> <laughs> is that Drew, Drew Barrymore is in that? Yeah. Yeah, oh. New Grant, yeah. I think she's probably my all time Hollywood crush. <laughs> yeah, she's, a, she's a really good actress. She's done a lot of different roles. Mm. So maybe. Yeah. She was in Wayne's World 2. Yeah, I always she forget played, she's in that. Oh, she played the Swedish girl in like a net top. <laughs> We've lost Mikey. <laughs> ten out of ten would watch again. Right. <laughs> Brilliant. So I'm fuming. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm coming back with some Jason Siegel comments next week. This is it. I'm, uh, I'm looking into his film Brendan career. Fraser's being replaced by Jason. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, a, week, a weekly Jason Seagull fact. We've had yeah, we've had Brendan Fraser Appreciation Month. It's gonna have to move on now. Ah, uh, no, Brendan Fraser Month never, never ends. We'll never move on. Did I tell you, I got drunk and ordered a photograph of Brendan Fraser. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think you mentioned it. Has it come yet? Yeah, yeah, I got that and a picture of Dion Dublin playing the saxophone. <laughs> What a legend! Uh, what a legend! Yeah, that that was my Metallica, I think. Great. Yeah. yeah. Well, good. Well, yeah, I enjoyed it, mate. Enjoyed it. Good. Thank you. Was... Do you know, yeah, we, uh, we started learning guitar. You know, like one of those, you know, things where you're like, right, I'm going to learn guitar this year, and then you do it for a bit and you leave it, and then the next year you're like, right, I'm going to learn guitar again this yeah. year. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, we tried to tackle the intro to one. Yeah, we. I think we got. Yeah, we got the first few notes of Metallica. One, yeah. I think. yeah. <laughs> so we nailed that. It's like, it's like anything with like uh, guitar. You just want to play the cool bit and then just leave the guitar alone. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, like we got the first bit down and we're like, this is awesome, we can play Metallica. And then obviously it kicks in. <laughs> and it, right, we'll put the guitar away. Pretty much, I'm James Hetfield now. <laughs> That's yeah. exactly how I felt when I had the Rock Lobster. I was like, There's, I don't need to learn anything else now. Yeah, I'm yeah. done. <laughs> yeah. You just play the good bit, leave out the rest. Yeah, we'll have to have a jam at some point and we'll get some Metallica smashed out. We'll try and learn yeah, something. Definitely. We'll try and learn a full song all the way through. We'll of James Hetfield Schmack. <laughs> yeah, we'll give yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For whom the bell tolls. The, the fact that I really wish I'd looked up is how many times James Hetfield Hetfield goes yeah in the whole of the Metallica discography. <laughs> yeah. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me all that I desire. Yeah. <laughs> give me double double die. <laughs> well, I guess that uh, that brings me in. Yeah, it brings you to parachutes, mate. Tell us parachutes. parachutes well, before we go into parachutes, I'm, we're going to do this week's Brendan Fraser fact. You know what time it is? It's time for a Brendan Fraser fact on Teletopics. Alright. And I'm going to keep this one short and sweet because I believe it speaks for itself and deserves no... It just speaks for itself, and he was the uh, first American-born actor to be inducted into the Can- uh, Canada's Walk of Fame. Ah. Speaks for itself, doesn't it? How great that mm. man is! It's right. Well, the most talented. Exactly. Right, exactly. Right. Onto onto parachutes, which I want to start by saying, the quick we like we half an hour that I googled this, my palms were dripping. <laughs> you're not a fan of because I hate heights and you just reading about it and looking at the pictures was getting my palms sweaty mate no, so I'm glad I gave you that one like I've been fucked up with a mashed potato. You can you can have fun looking at high. <laughs> I didn't realise you were terrified of spuds. <laughs> I apologise. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, I it, yeah did a. Uh, Knees were shaking at one point. However, I've come out of it really bloody fascinated. Yeah. Still not going to commit to the fact that I'm, I'll probably never do it. Like like I've said before, if I get to 90 and I've never done a parachute skydive, sky I will have still I will still see it as a life well lived. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to do that. I bet. Would you, would, would you do yeah. it? Like? I don't know. I don't. I don't mind heights, but. You know when you see people strapped to an instructor and they're just hurtling towards the face of the earth at five million miles an hour? That doesn't <laughs> that doesn't get me moist. Right, so no. no. What about you, mate? I'd do it, but I don't know, they're quite yeah. expensive, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, I think they are. I think they're quite especially and if you do it for charities well, you've got to raise quite a bit of money yeah. because Ellie was gonna she was gonna be doing a skydive. Right. In uh, April, I believe, but until oh, obviously uh, lockdown occurred and it's yeah. been it's been postponed I believe but yeah, I think mm-hmm. she's she's trying to raise a bit of money for that and I think you have to raise quite a bit to, to be able to do it which is awesome because you know it's for a good cause but yeah. I mean essentially it. you're either paying to go through that <laughs> or you get other people to donate so you can go through that yeah. and that, it's just mad it's I, mean, I bet, when, I bet when you come through the other side there, I bet you feel incredible. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine like it's an absolute adrenaline rush. Yeah. And, That's uh, if you come through the other side. <laughs> yeah, well, 
these are all topics I'm gonna I'm gonna delve into <laughs> this school. What mentioned now? So, but before we get into that, I just want to say about parachutes. It was uh, it was Coldplay's debut album, and obviously yeah. I'm a big fan of Coldplay. Was it was a very good that. indie I was album. Literally about to say that. Yeah. Well, rock indie album. It was a very good, very uh, somber, yeah. somber eleven tracks or something. I think, but they're, they're, just, they're really but good. Really. There's good no album. better when you're in a mellow mood to listen to Coldplay. Like I know they're a bit wet, but. <laughs> Yeah, when you're down, they're great. I think they're, they're one of those bands like Nickelback that get so much undeserved hate yeah. when they're actually quite good. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're just four decent guys that are singing about everyday stuff. Yeah, and, and they're all talented. Yellow. Also... Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was I mean, all yellow. genius. Yeah, absolute genius. And uh, the Cheryl Cole song. Do you remember the Cheryl Cole song? No. <laughs> Called parachutes. I'm not going to give you. I'm not going to oh, give you a few it. lines for it. You can enjoy that one yourselves. <laughs> I will not do it justice <laughs> at all. I mean. So anyway, right. Moving on to actual parachute centers in right. like you know the whatever you want to call them. So it essentially, it works with uh, the wind. or well, the forces are shoved in front of it, yeah. and then that creates the structured wing that you see. And the uh, I think they're called canopy pilots, the official term or something like that, something right. pilots. There, so when you pull the strings, you you use that to steer. Yeah. And that's how it works. So it's uh, it's usually made out of nylon. That's like the main thing that you know that the material's made out of. Yeah. And the idea is you jump from an extreme height and use the gravitational pull of the Earth to pull you down to Earth. And it's meant to. Uh, I think it gets you to terminal velocity, I believe, so that you're nice. Not terminal velocity. Maybe I've got that wrong. I've read somewhere, but I seem to have. Uh, I seem to have misplaced it. My notes about you know it gets you to uh, a steady speed, yeah. so that when you land, you know it's it's safe to land. Essentially, terminal velocity sounds right. Yeah. I think you, if you were landing at terminal velocity, you would be a pile of mush. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I've said that right, but um, they were invented by this geezer called uh, Garnerin. I think if I've said that right, who made the first, apparently the first official jump in 1797, mm. uh, when he leapt mm. from a, a hydrogen balloon above Paris, <laughs> oh, <laughs> which is you quite. You have cool. to have confidence in your own product <laughs> yeah. for that, wouldn't you? Yeah, it's quite cool, He's isn't it? Like... Work on that. I don't know, but I'll test it out with my life. Yeah, I mean, at the time, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like why? I don't know why that would even become a thing. But then, as I went on to read, I was, you know, it was very interesting. There's quite a lot of uses for it. Yeah. Um, so initially, I think it was used to exit airplanes and balloons that were in disaster. Yeah, makes sense. So if there was anything, yeah, because you you know the pilot could just nowadays you have the ejector seat, but yeah. I think initially it was you got out of there and you parachuted out. Right. And then uh, obviously uh, it, it was used in the in in World War Two a lot. You know the paratroops, paratroopers, the heroes that you know jumped out behind enemy lines and they used parachutes to. So it, beca- it became from like a, you know. Was militarized essentially. Yeah, yeah. It was used as a good technique. That's so. why um, during the Second World War, the the women had to give up their nylon tights. Oh so really? That they could make parachutes with them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like during that. all the rations and stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. Pretty cool. Though, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. I think uh, uh, one of one of my idols, Leverson Woodlim, your oh, yeah. favourite. <laughs> he was uh, he was in the paratrooper division when he joined the army. Right. It was pretty cool. And uh, there's also, which I never knew about, there's these forest firefighters in the US, I believe. Might do it in around the world as well, but um, they're called smoke jumpers. How cool is that? And uh, if there's like a, a remote area where there's a forest fire and they can't, you know, 
they can't get to it. The yeah. only way to access it is to paratrooper in and then put the fire <laughs> out with the hose. No How way. cool is that? Like, what do you do? I'm a smoke jumper. Yeah. <laughs> that That's the cool. prototype for ODST, isn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Halo smoke jumper. <laughs> that is a pretty cool job title, that, isn't it? How cool is that? That's, That's I, you know. That's the Netflix series waiting to happen. Yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry, but I never it really is. I want to. Yeah. I'll need to YouTube this immediately after the. Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently, uh, after like after like World War Two, uh, some of the paratroopers apparently they enjoyed the experience. You know, of like a paratrooper, yeah, not, yeah. not the war, but it, it, the actual paratrooping, like jumping out and using the parachutes. They they, they started enjoying it, so that's when it officially became a sport. Well, like it was done for recreational use yeah, and it became yeah. officially became an international sport in 1952 because these crazy buggers mm-hmm. that love the adrenaline rush were like yeah we like doing this yeah. <laughs> we, we like, Do you we reckon like... they were the ones starting the forest fires as well <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just an excuse to jump out and, and parachute <laughs> oh, no, well, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's just crazy isn't it did you see a, a, was it last year year before on news when a that, uh, the guy who was in World War Two, he's like ninety something, and he went and relived his D-Day landings with the paratrooper regiment and redid the parach- no, parachute jump. That. Ninety summit, and the, he's boy. like, yeah, he redid re- the jump. Yeah, he redid the jump, not on his own. I think he was in, did it in tandem with someone. Yeah, yeah. What a guy! What a guy! Yeah, yeah. can you imagine that adrenaline rush? At, like, I mean, I'm not ninety, so I don't know what it felt yeah. like. But do you think it was enhanced? Do you think it was like one way the same? You'd, oh, you'd feel so yeah. much pressure as the instructor, wouldn't you? If yeah. You're taking that guy down, and he, yeah. freaking, <laughs> he has a freaking yeah. heart attack or something. Yeah. <laughs> he was probably there, like, oh no, that's wrong. It's not how we did it back in the day. <laughs> like, I mean, like, can you imagine if it brought back any memories back as I well? Know, like, from... oh, hell, yeah. That must be quite traumatic, quite moving. Like, you know, yeah. he was a started that essentially jumping out and risking his life for his country, and now he's 90 something going, yeah, got any tribute to that. I'm going to redo it again, like. Yeah. That's strong, that, strong. Yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah. And uh, I, I was raw, I did find funny when I found, like, a definition. <laughs> you know about it, and it was it it, it it read. You jump from a very high altitude to the ground and land safely. And I thought the key there is land safely. Yeah. So that led me to go, what happens if you don't land safely? This is, what, this is what's been going through my mind the entire time. If you're going to willingly throw yourself out of a plane, you're telling me you always land safely? Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> give, me some, yeah, give me some nightmare. So. On, having amongst the uh, obviously abundance of things that can go wrong, yeah. um, I mean most of them I think are mitigated by professional practice and just you know being smart and you know not doing it if there's high winds and there's different like wind speeds and stuff at different heights I think yeah. and you know not in bad weather and you know and stuff like that and uh, everyone mostly has like a reserve parachute nowadays so like yeah. you know. I did read a story, and I've forgotten. I didn't write it down at the time, but now I just really want to mention it. There was a guy, I believe, who did a parachute jump, and he lost consciousness whilst <laughs> doing it. Oh, I, can't, I don't know if there was an accident. I don't think it was from the jump. I think he, he hurt himself somehow in a manoeuvre. But oh. the safety mechanism was that at a certain altitude, the chute would kick in by itself. Yeah, yeah. So the chute kicked in, and he was obviously just going down to the ground <laughs> unconscious. Obviously, he injured himself landing because he wasn't conscious, but yeah. he survived at the end of it, which is quite... That's awesome, dead. isn't it? Like, yeah. yeah, that is absolutely awesome, you know, that the chute kicked yeah, in automatically yeah. at height and saved his life. Like, um, 
Wow. And then I believe when he came back round and got a, uh, he was you know got better. I think he went back and did another one because he's you just fuck? yeah. Would you? <laughs> he wanted to you know win that one there. I think one of the main ways was canopy. Yeah, yeah. I want to see this one. <laughs> Apparently, canopy collisions are a big cause of it. Like not a uh, basically people parachuting into each other in mid air. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Which can because I think it can cause the parachute to deflate and then obviously yeah, yeah. good night for Yenna. Yeah, that's not good is it? Around, don't they? But I did a I did a bit of delving to you know you know to look into my anxieties yeah. <laughs> and show that I was I was thinking clearly and uh, one <laughs> one <laughs> in seven hundred and fifty deployments of a parachute result with a malfunction. No. If you think. I'm going up there to do a skydive when one in 750 <laughs> result in malfunction. You ain't getting me up there with those odds. I want, I want better odds than that, thank would you, you very much. Would you take them odds? No, would I fuck? Would you get million quid. That, Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's into perspective. That's like, I don't know, every 0.12% or something fails. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> That's not very... Yeah. Mm. Uh, however, I don't know with that stat... Like they could result in malfunction, but then they all have the spare parachute, don't they? The yeah. the the, the um, what, what's it called? The reserve it's called. one, yeah. Yeah, reserve. Yeah. That's the word. So I'm sure every time that malfunction occurred, they just pop the reserve and they were fine. So, so yeah, but I'm, I'm just trying to make yeah, a point here one, that <laughs> one death in every 750. That'd be a big ah, yeah, one. yeah. I know it wasn't that at all, and uh, still, yeah, though, I mean, it'd be scary as fuck if you. Oh yeah, it definitely would be. It definitely would, but like everyone that like you see that does it, just says how you know incredibly amazing it is. I I went into a different types of skydives, and this is where this is where I did get very interested, and I thought this is where you know it gets cool. Like so, called you know like doing it at night, yeah, which is you know pretty awesome. But apparently, at a certain like like at about a hundred feet, you can't see the ground. You don't. It's like a apparently like jumping into a black hole. Like how the hell do you know when you're gonna hit the ground to do the proper landing so you don't injure yourself? Like, there's one called this. Now this is definitely a game variant out of Halo, Mikey. Space ball. Space, Space ball. ball. And apparently the ball travels at the same speed you do, and the idea of it is to just throw it about with each other and catch uh, it and play space ball so as you go down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is the start of Quidditch, mate. <laughs> What you guys do today? Let's play some space ball. Like pod Jump, swooping, jumping out of the plane <laughs> to get a golden snitch. <laughs> yeah, we got the snitch with us today, boys. <laughs> like you know, content. I think my favourite one was pod swooping. Pod swooping, which which is where you do like a special like turn when you're on the shoot to get extra speed and the idea is you go racing along the top of the water as you do it and you've got to try go across the water and then onto the beach or onto the side onto the land and then land <laughs> how cool is that oh, ruin some poor buggers picnic by <laughs> 50 miles an hour I just thought that was great and then uh, you're up. I was just when you know, like the the Red Bull, like the X Games, oh, those yeah. ones where they have like the the winged yeah, the suit. wing suits. They're just mm. yeah, they're another Dude. level, aren't they? It's mm. crazy. How do you even start yeah. off practicing for that though? Like, <laughs> surely you just chuck yourself off a cliff with a suit. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know where the training for that comes in. No, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I read that a lot of training, can't I? Like, you know, it occurs in 
inside or like on the land and then I think they use a lot of the, um, oh, like the wind tunnel you know those inside yeah. generator ones where you practice yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it starts with that but ah, the wingsuits are cool as I mean you'd feel like yeah. a real life Spider-Man wouldn't you or Batman I'd love to do it but that just looks dangerous I <laughs> you see yeah. when they're, they're flying through mountains and cliffs yeah, and they've literally yeah. got less than a meter on each oh, side like yeah. one slip up and yeah, yeah there was a news story actually a few uh I don't know if it was last year or the year before, but like they were trying to a wingsuit guy was going through a bridge and he just twatted himself against it. Like it's just <laughs> oh, fucking horrible, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's obviously the risk they take by by doing it, but yeah. yeah so it, as that it, comes with the adrenaline for it, doesn't yeah, it? But the it looks it looks rush. incredible. Yeah, it does look great. The <laughs> one that I thought looked cool was this one called Stuff Jumps. Called, you know, it doesn't have a great title, but you were... Uh, Essentially, when you do the when you do the the skydive, you jump out with like inflatable cars yeah. and inflatable like dinghies <laughs> and stuff, and you just play around with it. <laughs> play around with the dinghy, play around with the dinghy stuff, and then obviously when you need to pop your shoot, you pop your shoot and land. Like, how cool does that sound? <laughs> Imagine playing like space ball while you're in a car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some mad game of dodgems or some Rocket League up in the yeah, sky. Yeah. <laughs> Some guys just like just sat reading the newspaper, looking up in the sky, think tripping on acid. Like, <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, hang on a minute. <laughs> Which obviously, uh, it made me think of like certain films. Yeah. Like, like you know that you see with it, and uh, my first, I think the first ever film I watched with like a parachute involved with it was Jurassic Park Three, and you know when they're doing like the hang gliding off the back of the boat. Oh yeah. Oh, and it obviously they hit the rocks in the boat or whatever, get eaten by yeah. dinosaurs, and then they have to fly off. Yeah. Oh, and it just used to terrify me. The pterodactyls coming in and they're there in parachute, uh-huh. like, <laughs> oh, and his dead body swings down oh, in parachute. Yeah, oh. yeah. Feral. <laughs> Feral. I mean, it started off young. Yeah. With these. <laughs> that, reminded, that reminded me of something actually. Like, I, say we've never we've never like skydived, but uh, when I was in, um, was it Lanzarote? I did uh, yeah. what's the one where you're on the back of a boat? Not I don't know if it's like hang gliding or uh, if it's something gliding. similar. Oh, I don't it's know. It's not paragliding. No. Paragliding. We it's similar, the, isn't it? Yeah, attached to the boat anyway with a, with a parachute. Uh, that was pretty cool. But I yeah. knew I was over water there, so if anything <laughs> anything bad happened, yeah. I was just you had a fighting chance in the water. <laughs> yeah, you had a fighting <laughs> chance. Yeah. But yeah, that was I bet cool. that was cool, though, like yeah. just being above, above the sea, yeah, like parachuting. Yeah, the, the sea from yeah, yeah I think I I, I, think, I, say, I could I could see myself maybe giving that giving yeah. that a potential try because like, I knew if I fell and the water was yeah, deep enough I'd have a fighting <laughs> chance I could yeah I could get be, get behind that but yeah. none of this nonsense jumping out from like whatever altitude out of a plane <laughs> or a chopper like no no it's not it's not <laughs> happening like, and then like you know films like uh, For Your Eyes Only with James Bond that was like a young when I was young I remember that when he, he leaves the hut because he's getting chased and then at the end of the ski scene he just parachutes off and it's a big great British flag as he parachutes off and James Bond music kicks in and it's like, I was like that's cool that that's cool I'm sure they've just been used like the world over in action films it's just a, yeah, it's definitely. a good gimmick in it <laughs> Yeah, like in Kingsman, when he yeah. tells one of them that one of the parachutes doesn't work, yeah. <laughs> and they all have to work together to come down. Like, that's pretty sweet. My favourite though, I think, leading on to like base jumping. Yeah. You know, you jump from a real low altitude, yeah, and yeah. you have to pop the parachute, and then you land. Yeah. Have you guys seen Along Came Polly? Uh, 
with Ben Stiller in a yeah, yeah. I'm sure I have, but yeah. Uh, yeah, and he uh, he's trying to do the insurance for that manager called Leyland, <laughs> who right. lo- takes him up to the roof to talk about his life insurance, and then just base jumps off the building <laughs> <laughs> and lands in the tree. He's like, come in, come in. I need your help. <laughs> 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 but base jumping sounds pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I think uh, I, well, I say yeah. I'd have a, I don't think I would have a go because I'm not trained for base jumping, but that. No, let's go do it now, mate. It's our shopping center. Yeah, that's, that's a sound, proper good adrenaline sport. Yeah, it sounds pretty sweet. Like, I can see why people like you know, move into these different extremities of, you know, once the crazy bugger think jump skydiving ain't enough. Yeah. with its many bloody variants and then they so go into all these other ah yeah all these crazy things which uh I think Orlando Bloom got in trouble when he was uh, when he was filming Lord of the Rings obviously it was a three year commitment and he yeah. needed to be in full health but obviously he was in New Zealand like the outdoor capital of the world yeah. and I think he heard that some base jumping or someone was going down and I think he went to do it and then somehow Peter Jackson found out <laughs> <laughs> he reeled him into it. He reeled him into it. and was like, "Look, Orlando, do you want to be in this film?" <laughs> and I think Orlando, he was like a younger guy. He was obviously, like, "Yeah, yeah, no, I really do." But come on, <laughs> can't say no to that. <laughs> do you remember? Um, was it something Baumgartner who did the jump from space? Uh, I've seen the guy. Oh, he... the guy who go. No. no. He goes into like orbit and then jumps down in back to the ground. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what? And then he parachuted. Yeah, was that to do with Tesla or something? I don't know. I forgot about Liam, that. Liam, get on the the Google now. Yeah. <laughs> I swear it was Baumgartner and he jumped something. He did a thing. Oh, it's for Red Bull, was it? Oh yeah, that was it. Tesla put the car in space, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, Felix Baumgartner. Oh yeah, I remember. And he jumped out of a bloody space thing, didn't he? Yeah, so it's Crazy. for Red Bull. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the highest jump. Yeah. Nice. That's crazy. I bet. You know what though, as well, like not just the adrenaline rush. I bet the view is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bet it's a yeah. Know. Speaking of those big jumps, I did want to throw in because you know I'm a big Tom Cruise enthusiast. Um, in the latest Mission Impossible film, he was he became the first ever actor to uh, do a halo jump. What's that? What's that? Which is the one where you know, he jumps out the plane and in like the suit. Right. And you fly really low. I think you go really low. I I just kind of compare it to like Halo, like orbital drop shot troopers. <laughs> I think it's similar to that. Yeah. You go real low with force and then crank the parachute and come in. Right, right. And he became the first ever actor to do that, which you know is pretty cool. He's like the training he had to, Yeah, you know, the training he had to go through to do that. Like I don't think I could I can't really take Tom Cruise seriously, but yeah. <laughs> you gotta applaud him for doing yeah. his own stunts. But I did I did look at a record that I thought was very interesting because coming from like a, a you know, that it might be scary. Yeah. Or like how many adrenaline rushes can you really get? Apparently, the most jumps in a 24-hour period by the same person was 403. In 24 Whoa. hours? In 24 fucking hours, yeah. <laughs> like, going up, going in the plane or whatever, jumping, you know, enjoying yourself because you're throwing yourself out of a plane and it's really fun. <laughs> Getting all that rush of endorphins and release of dopamine. Great view. 
came back down to the ground safely, going back up, doing it again, <laughs> going back up. 403 times in 24 hours, that's mad. Times. Let's do some quick maths, how many is that in an hour? Uh, I don't know, 403 divided by 24 is what? 403. 18, 17, something like that. Yeah, 16, 16.8, 16. so yeah. Yeah. Nearly 17 times an hour. How does that even happen? How do you get the... How do you get the... Isn't that like one every two, two minutes? No. How do you get the plane like, up? <laughs> one yeah. every three minutes, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, how high were these skydives? Yeah. You'd have to have a chopper ready to go as soon as he hit the ground, wouldn't you? Yeah. Praying that he doesn't... Parachute into the chopper blades. <laughs> Brutal. I think that's just it. You know, Krill, I think Krill, I have to read in about it. I don't know if uh, I'm still sold on whether I do it or not. However, looking at things like the one on the back of the boat, yeah, it's look awesome. We uh, do paragliding potentially. Yeah. Yeah, maybe as like a, a 1,000th episode. <laughs> yeah, 1,000th download. One of us will... Look, you be 96 by then. One of us will do the generator and one of us will have to do it, I think, because I, I still don't think I could do it. <laughs> Where do you stand on... Do you, do you, do you uh, associate this with, with parachuting? Mary Poppins with her umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> Would you count that? I don't know, I've not seen the film, so... You've not seen Mary what? Poppins? <laughs> no. Oh, you fuck's You guys need to write me a list, I think, of all these times <laughs> I go, I've not seen that! <laughs> what childhood did you... Were you locked under the stairs like Harry Potter? <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to say you've not seen Harry Potter? <laughs> I didn't upstairs. <laughs> yeah, we were poor. <laughs> I, I love Mary Poppins. Yeah. It's, it was a good film. So, you, <laughs> would you would you attribute that to like skydiving? <laughs> I think it's it's close to parachuting, isn't she it? She uses an umbrella yeah. to get about, mate. But she's she got again a lot of confidence in that umbrella. I'd count them. Yeah. So, I mean, I probably won't do it though. <laughs> I do though. My friend, my friend's dad, he used to do the one where you stand on the beach with the kite. Yeah. Oh it yeah, it's like kite surfing. Yeah, which I figured. Um, I know it's not a parachute like windsurfing and kite surfing. It's yeah. not. It's not a parachute, but it's like a parachute. Yeah. So I mean, maybe I'll I'll meet you halfway and get into kites, <laughs> or maybe something <laughs> like that. But, uh, yeah, I definitely enjoyed reading about it, and then I wanted to end with uh, my earliest happy memories of parachutes <laughs> where the anxiety really fucking started yeah. <laughs> and uh, obviously the game you used to play as a kid parachute you get the big parachute out yeah. and it was just endless hours of fun until they made you sit and put it on you and put your legs under and wave it until one of your classmates pulls you under by the feet <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that is that trailer, sit there. And the only reason the parachute was shaking so well like waves is because you were fucking terrified <laughs> that someone was going to come grab your feet, that you were just shaking. <laughs> did, did, Tingling. Did, do you remember the cat and mouse one as well? Was it so one person was on yeah. the... Yeah, on yeah, the yeah, yeah, and you had to get back out at a gap yeah. while the other one chased you under it. Ah, oh, there was. Oh, 
So these teachers must have all gone to the same parachute teaching school. Right? Yeah, yeah. We all have the same game. That's maybe that's what they did on teacher training days. So yeah, yeah. Picked around and got the parachute. Out. It was like yeah, that. If you're ever in doubt, get the parachute out. <laughs> it was that in the PE lessons and the apparatus. Like when you got the apparatus. Yeah, out, like, that was, was the best. That was always the treat. If Always someone that climbed too high and got told off for climbing too high, didn't they? Yeah, but the apparatus is there to climb. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, there's um, one of my favourite stories when we were at junior school. So it must have been, what, year four or five? Um, and this guy in my year is called Michael. Uh, you know the uh, the horse things that you like? Are they for trapezing or...? Oh yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah. The triangle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had to jump off one of them um, onto like the crash mats, and <laughs> he, he, sh- he shouted before he jumped. Oh, guys, I'm gonna jump and break my arm. Went to jump, slipped, <laughs> and landed on his elbow. <laughs> <laughs> Ruined it for the entire class. Yeah, and he was like, "You know." <laughs> But to be fair, he called it, so fair play. <laughs> yeah, he stuck to his word, and you can never <laughs> judge a person who sticks to their word, ever. Nah. <laughs> but, you know, you know, like, someone like, like the apparatus and stuff like that and the parachute, and I always like the game with the ball or the game where you got to... Oh, yeah, you, put you pull it over your head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, keep the ball up in the air, and it won't allow to go off the yeah. parachute. Like, that was fun. Or the one where you put it over your head and you all sit on it and you have a nice little conversation because you're inside like a tent. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm more about that. Like, none of this pulling your feet business. <laughs> or, or, you know, they really thought they'd test you and send you crazy. And, you know, when you used to, like, lay down on it and they'd spin you around. Oh, yeah. I, I was mean, that was just... That, that was my favourite one. <laughs> what do you mean was your favourite one? That was just a catalyst for getting bloody travel sickness and being sick. Like... <laughs> Pick your... I love how traumatic your childhood's been. Oh, pick your battles. Which one do you want me to do? Do you want me to be anxious and shaking, or do you want me to be chunning? Like, no. <laughs> I want a nice little ball game or a nice sit-and-talk game. Like, you know, keep it real, you will you? You ruined it for the rest of the kids by chunning on the parachute. <laughs> I think the, the teachers fairly got caught. You know, they got they cottoned on then. They were like, I just was the, you know, chief parachute shaker, which was absolutely kid. fine by me. <laughs> you were the kid on a school trip who had to sit with the teachers at the front. Because you got <laughs> <laughs> mate, you were my best mate. You got dragged along for the ride. Sit with you, yeah. <laughs> Are we sitting near the back? Well, oh, nah. this is cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, near the front. <laughs> well, sort of near the front because I get travel sick. Oh, I get a poorly tummy. <laughs> Do you ever have to wear them travel bands on your wrist? Yes. <laughs> they oh, poke your pulses. Mate, your that oh. gives me. That sets me off. Oh. That, I mean, I mean, so oh, horrific. the feels of having that poking into your bloody wrist was what bad enough, oh, but it worked, though. Nice, Whether it was a placebo or not, it bloody worked on the school trip I used oh, it for. Man. Do you know worst bit as well? They always pick the beach furthest away. You motherfuckers. Right, <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, it doesn't help that we're 70 miles inland as well, no. either, does it? Oh, like, gee, oh, you know, like, you know, like these, when you were a kid, like, School trips were the best days ever. Not for me. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you, you had to sit with the teachers, so you couldn't actually talk about anything you wanted to with your mates. <laughs> I, 
I once chundered so badly on a school trip in high school <laughs> that they were worried. Well, one, I had no clothes for the weekend. I had to borrow my friend's hot pants. And secondly... <laughs> Who's bringing hot yeah, pants on a school trip? Was, they, were, they were like shorts, like short, short hot pants because they didn't fit me. <laughs> and uh, secondly, they were that worried that the minibus wasn't going to get back in time for parent pickup. I had to go in teacher's car. <laughs> Do you remember Miss Kitchen? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, me and her went for a tour at Dale's because she wanted to get an information booklet from one of the <gasps> tourist information centres. Oh, okay, Lovely is... ride home, like, didn't throw up when we got there and bus got back, so everyone was happy. Bless everyone was, was happy. She was like the trunch bowl in... in... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? She was actually really nice on that on Yeah, that I trip. bet she would have been with it. Really <laughs> nice, yeah. She had to be because it was only you two in the car. <laughs> 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 I'll tell you when I, I shit myself on a, a trip. Um, <laughs> last week. No, we as uh, in... <laughs> As in beavers. Yeah. Um, back in the day, we went to this outdoor thing and in the middle is this field in Basingstoke and I, I shit myself halfway through but I was too embarrassed to tell anyone. <laughs> and I had to get a lift home with the like the beaver leader like because he was giving me a lift there and back. Was he called? Please tell me he was called the eager beaver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a guy. I can't remember his name. But... Um, uh, yeah, he, I didn't tell him that I'd shit myself, but the two of us had a, a about half hour car journey. He clearly knew that I'd shit myself. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he would have been sat there going, it stinks of poo in my car and it's not me. <laughs> yeah. My favourite R2-D2 pants from the Phantom Menace. <laughs> you were the Phantom Menace that day. <laughs> <laughs> in that car no one talked about the Phantom Menace oh I didn't say God. it smells like shit it smells like shit <laughs> oh, the glory days oh, not for it, it. <laughs> not for his poor teacher who thought he'd shit himself all the way home because it couldn't possibly have been the kid sat in the front seat. The person I feel sorry for well, this fucking Citroen Picasso. Oh, my God. I do want to just quickly go back to a point you made about the apparatus being the most fun lesson ever for children. Having worked in a school and supervised a class that have done the apparatus, it's not for the teacher. It's the most anxiety-filled instructional <laughs> lesson you ever give because you're just paranoid 24-7 yeah. that some kid is going to fall from great yeah, height. because obviously you've got a duty of care then, haven't you? So you've got to... Exactly. Someone, well, the someone's going to you know... do a Michael Cox and oh. tell you that they're going to break their arm before they jump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every class has one of them. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, but yeah, as you said, the parachute was super fun and so was the you know, the, the apparatus lessons, but... Yeah. They were the highlights of primary school. Yeah, definitely, man, definitely. Watch by the parachute facts there, man. Yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my uh, my parachute oh, section. Brilliant, brilliant. Wait, well, we're coming up to the one hour and a half mark, <laughs> so... Oh. Uh, <laughs> this has been a big episode, but I've really enjoyed this one. Yeah, me yeah. too. Just, um, just to let you know before we go, um, James Hetfield goes, yeah, yeah. 228 times in the Metallica discography. <laughs> I just need, on the sneak Googled that. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I didn't react to the Brendan Fraser fact. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's alright. Oh my god. So, yeah. Brilliant.
brilliant, guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we're going to, if you've listened this far, then thank you so much. Yeah, <laughs> um, thank you. But I think we're going to do, um, we're discussing maybe doing a, a themed, uh, tepid topic, so I don't know, maybe a theme on something, and we'd all pick a topic within that theme, so I don't know, maybe music or fuck knows what other themes there are. <laughs> but, <laughs> other themes. Seasons. Well, seasons. Yeah, Sport. I don't know. It's, yeah, maybe not sport. Could be anything. I'm, you know, maybe not a big fan of sport. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, maybe a, maybe a themed one. Um, so we'll we'll put a poll out uh, with with themes, and we actually think of some themes. Yeah. Uh, if you want to vote so, on, Liam, on Facebook, yeah. On what platforms are we going to put the poll out on? We're going to put the poll out on Facebook. Give us a like on there on Tepid Topics. On Instagram, we'll do a poll. Um, and they're all the social medias that I can think of right now. But give us a like on there. And also rate and uh, review the podcast wherever you find it because that helps us, apparently. Yeah. Um, Again, five stars or it gets deleted. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you much. say what you want. <laughs> say what you want, um, but it's five-star review. Yeah. Yeah, cheers, guys, whoever's listening to this right to the end. Um, we love you. <laughs> You're the Thank MVPs. you very much. <laughs> and uh, goodbye. Love you bye. Bye. Love you bye. bye.